The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. Let me tell you about who deserves a shot in the United States Heavyweight. Let's hear it. I'm the champion. I ought to know. You know, I've, I've been sizing up guys since I came to WCW. And I think the one guy that stands out the most, the guy that I think has earned the title shot, El Dandy, I think you're a heck of a wrestler. You're a great technician in the ring, and you're a jam-up guy. Whoa. I don't see any Whoa. reason. Wait a minute. El Dandy has been wrestling in, in, in the cruiserweight division here. Please. He's a great wrestler. He's a great wrestler, but thank goodness sakes, he's 50 miles. Who are you to, to, to doubt El Dandy? Because this guy's a serious professional. Well, let's talk about some serious how about, how about Hello and welcome to the WrestleCast. I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and I'm joined by my Rawcast co-host, Mr. Mo to the underscore Reese. What's going on, Mo? Hey, what's going on, uh, listeners? Um, I got a question for you, Don. Yes, sir. Um, how much you how much you got on you? you got you got a couple some 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 dollars on you? Yeah, 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 yeah. I got a few uh, live live ducats on me. Okay, so you know we can probably pony up. And you know, match um, the asking price what Vince wants to sell the company for. Oh, word! What uh, do I have to go to the CSP and coffers to pull out for the? Uh, <laughs> for the, for the well, for he's the asking for he's asking for a, a a very nice number, and you know, if we can pony up our dollars, we probably can get it. Okay, how much you got on it? Oh, I probably got like I don't know a couple hundred. Okay, I can pony up some more. Okay, what's our what's our target? <laughs> well, Vince is asking for nine billion. What? <laughs> he wants more than the. Oh my gosh, he wants more than the <laughs> Phoenix Suns just so far. He Man. wants more than. Denver just sold for? He wants more than Washington's yep. gonna sell for? Yep. <laughs> oh, this shit ain't getting sold. Oh, somebody gonna buy it. Not at nine million dollars, they better not. And nine billion, they will. Vince was the, you know. That's, that's, uh, oh, that's <laughs> just, that's lunacy. <laughs> Yeah, that's trying to get that payday. Yeah, oh my God. Well, hey, you know what? <laughs> if you need five cents, don't ask for three, ask for ten. So, right. <laughs> you know, I guess that's the that's the strategy Vince is working off of with that. Wow, holy shit. It's like, hey guys, it's we're like, back. It's like, okay, you got me flustered now because it's like, all right, if I'm a billionaire, uh, whoever Jeff Bezos or Jeff Harris or whoever the uh, you know mystery person is who they're talking about is in the runner for the commanders, okay, if I spend this six billion dollars or seven billion dollars or whatever 
it's going to take to get this team. Okay, I'm getting a, you know, a stadium and a team and this history and these fields and this land and this practice thing and these buses and these thises and these dats. You're getting a whole bunch of stuff, right? Like, that's really worth a lot of money, right? When you put it down mm-hmm. on, itemize, you know, itemize it out. If you buy the WWE for $9 billion, okay, what are you getting? Okay, I'm getting Titan Towers. I'm getting this production equipment. I'm getting these trucks. I'm getting these wrestlers. And I'm getting these... What else? You know what I'm saying? What are you buying for $9 billion? You don't really have a lot to really buy. To like be like, oh, this is what I'm putting down on my itemization list to say that I own and have because I got WWE. Oh, you got this library. Okay, I got this library, but now I still got to go find somewhere who's going to let me put it out. So, right. Yeah, you, dude, dude. Mm, that's, whew, that's a steep price to pay. I wouldn't do it. <laughs> I wouldn't do it. And then think about this, like I said last week. So let's say it's Comcast that decides they're going to buy it. So they're going to pay the money to buy it. And then now it was Comcast who was giving WWE the money on the rights fees. Now they own it, so they don't have to do that. So now WWE becomes hundreds of millions of dollars less profitable. Because they've been propping themselves up on them big-ass rights fees. Bingo. Man, and the um, right feed is the right feed is where it's supposed to be. Was it? Mm-hmm. The right fees and the money from the Saudi prince. Right. Those are the two biggest things that prop up their 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 their, their, their margins. Oh man, bet I can't. But man, you have just blown my mind with nine billion dollars. <laughs> we haven't even had an introduction. introduction properly to the show yet. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, man, that's that's crazy. So, uh, mm. I hope Snyder doesn't play nothing hardball like that when it comes to the commanders. He takes his you little know. seven million, seven billion dollars, and goes out of the country for the rest of his. Uh, you know, life and times, enjoying the Mediterranean Sea or wherever he goes on his yacht. Sailor Dan, be real. Skipper Dan, the Sailor Man. <laughs> All right, you know what was real this Saturday, this Saturday night, PLE, Montreal, Quebec. It was the Elimination Chamber. Thank you to everybody who joined us by using the hashtag ChamberCast. All the tweets were phenomenal, as always. Uh, If you were up early on, uh, I guess that was Sunday, Monday. Days ran together. Uh, You saw me live tweeting my thoughts and retweeting a lot of people's commentary with color. So yeah, he couldn't. He couldn't. He couldn't hang with us. You know, he couldn't hang with us, but. You know, we had to watch it amongst ourselves while he got to do other things. <laughs> well, um, I'm so thankful for the community for holding it down uh, while I was uh, out doing other things. 
and uh greatly appreciate you guys rocking with us the way that you do and uh hipping the people to the hashtags and uh getting us new eyes uh on these ple's so we got the women's elimination chamber starting us off we got natty and Liv morgan as our first two uh raquel rodriguez is in third nikki cross comes in fourth and does a high cross body off the pod onto the other three women in the match Carmella is in fifth. Rodriguez then drives Cross through a pod and pins Nikki for the first elimination of the match. Asuka is in sixth. The Oblivion is broken up by Carmella and the Sharpshooter plus an armbar from Asuka is applied to Liv Morgan and causes her to pass out for our next elimination. Uh, I'm pretty sure Liv Morgan enjoyed that. Oh, me and Drew was having the time with her in the live tweets. Yeah, she likes pain. Um, you can tell she does. Asuka and Carmella, they work together to eliminate Raquel Rodriguez. And now we're down to Carmella versus Asuka. Carmella hits the super kick for a fast two count, but Asuka knocks her down. The armbar makes Carmella give up, and Asuka is headed to WrestleMania to face Bianca Belair for the Raw Women's title. Yep. Was there any doubt? Was there any doubt? There was no doubt, sir. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, there was some doubts in some of these matches. We'll get to that in a second. Well, they, they had some doubt. I mean, it was like, you know, Carmella was the, having a nice showing, so they thought she could have, you know, did the damn thing. But you know how it goes. We got Brock Lesnar taking on Bobby Lashley. Whoa, 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 oh, whoa. Oh, 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 oh. Produce sorry. the game. Sorry, sorry, sorry. So let me put my list up. Hold on. Sorry, don't, I was like, you about to... Yeah, you know what? I even looked at it and said to myself, oh, it's a pay-per-view. Um, I got to be ready to answer the <laughs> the questions. Um, dang, where are they? Okay, who's the producer for this match is the question. Um, oh, I think you. Yeah, three, three things. Yeah, three slots to fill. Hmm. All right, Tyson Kidd is one. Um, PD Williams is two, and Adam Pierce is three. Uh, two out of three. It's pretty good. It's correct. Okay, who did I miss? Probably is correct. Um, instead of Adam Pierce, you should put Molly Holly in. Oh, you know, the last few times I said Molly Holly, and she ain't been nowhere near the women's matches. So, uh, but you know, she was my first thought. But okay, all right, I'll take that. I'll take that. Off to a good start. Yeah. You still there? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you had some more to add to me for the... Uh... No, 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 no. Okay, no, all right. No. All right. I got you. We got Brock Lesnar and Bobby Lashley. The Hurt Lock is countered into the F5 for two count. Another F5 gets another two count, but Lashley is back up with the spear. The Hurt Lock goes on, and Lesnar is in trouble. 
so he can do nothing but kick Bobby Lashley low, and that's a disqualification. After the match, Lesnar takes out the referee. He F5s Lashley through the announcer's table, and the fans are delighted. The referee then gets F5s onto the remains at the table, and Brock Lesnar exits stage left. And, uh, yeah, this was... Uh, this was a good way to get to possibly another match or to delay to, you know, another time, maybe SummerSlam, that they come back and revisit this. Right. What happened to Brock versus Gunter? They said they wasn't going to do that. They was teasing it, but and it's, not going to, it's not in the plans right now. Okay. And they think that the rumor that they I said is weird. After you then saw what the people did in the Royal Rumble when you put those two big monsters face to face. Okay. I guess they're going to put the belt back on Brock and Brock going to do the job for Gunter. And then it'll be the right time. You think they're going to really do that? If they won't do it now when he don't have it, I don't... Uh, what are they waiting for? Medicaid, sir. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Asian for this match, Paul Heyman. You funny. Jason <laughs> Jordan. Okay, all right. We got the WrestleMania movie parody trailer with Seth Rollins as the Joker doing his dance down the stairs. Then Becky Lynch appears as an unmasked Batman, or Batwoman in this case. She grabs him to ask what that was. Rollins asks what's up with her voice. Then she puts on her glasses, declares herself the man, and leaves. And Rollins says she is the man. Yep. This was pretty good. It was. And that's why I have it in my notes, because if it wasn't good, I would have just skipped over that shit. We would go right to Edge and Beth Phoenix taking on Rhea Ripley and Finn Balor. Ripley hits Edge with brass knuckles. Beth makes the save and heads outside with Rhea Ripley. After Finn Balor gets crouched on the top rope, the women powerbomb the man down, but Ripley misses a concerto on the steps. The glam slam camps uh, Ripley on the floor, and there's an execution to Balor. Edge dives onto Dominic, but the spear is counted into the coup de grace. The shotgun drop kick is cut off by a spear from Edge, and the shatter machine from Edge and Beth finish off Finn Balor. So Edge and Beth Phoenix are your winners. It's funny that um, when they hit the when they hit the shatter machine, they called it that. I was like, oh, mm -hmm. so that's what we're doing. Mm -hmm. You know, giving um, props to um, FTR, but um, yeah, yeah. There's somebody and they on this. About it, they was like, and they tweeted about it too. They was like, "Shadow Machine." It's a good name. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's somebody on this uh, panel who who predicted correctly what Finn Balor was in this match for. Oh, I guess that was you because you almost said last last week. Mm -hmm. But yeah, this was a good match. I thought what, this what was, was there for. 
Huh? What was he there for? Who for? No, you said Finn Balor's only there for one reason. Since what was he there uh, uh, for? Oh, to take the pin. Pin me, pay me. Yeah. Pin me, pay me. But this was a heck of a match. I really enjoyed the hell out of this. Had a lot of action up and down. Beth and Rhea. A lot of big women power spots. They really showcased the ladies and their strength. And, and that's, what, that's, what this was, that's what this was for. For the ladies there, um, to get their props. Yeah, so definitely mission accomplished if, uh, if that was the objective there. Um... Whew, I don't have a read on this one when it comes to uh, the so let's go with um, um, let's go with the uh, Shay Helms and is it one or two sorry only one. Okay, Shane Helms. You are incorrect. <laughs> I wasn't confident. Adam Pierce was this one. Oh, I wasn't confident. But okay, Adam Pierce, Adam Pierce. All right, mixed tags up, Adam Pierce. All right. That brings us to our men's elimination chamber matchup for the United States title. Johnny Gargano and Seth Rollins, they start the match. Theory is in third. Theory tries to reunite the wave with Johnny, but ends up getting stomped out in the pond by Seth and Johnny, which was uh, pretty comical. Uh, yes. Damian Priest is in fourth. Bronson Reed is in fifth. And they uh, Bronson Reed double Samoan drops. Rollins and Gargano at the same time. Montez, Mo- Montez Ford enters the chamber sixth. Reed puts Gargano in an electric chair and a springboard clothesline turns it into a poison rhino with Gargano coming dangerously close to landing on his head. Ford then climbs up the cage and then winds up hanging upside down from the roof and then does a flip dive onto everyone, which leaves everybody down. This was definitely the spot of the night. Uh, Bronson Reed is back up, so a bunch of people hit him with super kicks, followed by one final beat, a stomp, and then a frog splash gives Ford the pin, and they eliminate Bronson Reed. Yep. Miss Simi, Miss Simi wept at this particular point in the night. Because, you know, her her thickums was no longer <laughs> no longer in the match. Yeah, you know how she love her thick guys, her thick boys. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, Bronson Reed... Um, and is eliminated. Seth Rollins loads up the superpower bomb, but Gargano reverses it into a Hurricane Rana off of the pod onto the pile for a huge crash. Damian Priest hits the razor's edge to eliminate Gargano. Priest chases Ford to the top, but Rollins pulls Priest into a power bomb with Ford adding a top rope blockbuster for the pin. So we're down to Rollins versus Theory versus Ford. A rock bottom hits Theory inside, but the frog splash hits knees. Rollins adds a stomp on the seal, and Montez Ford is out. The referee, uh, yes. No, I was just saying that was just that whole. Mm, I see why they, it happened that way because what's going to happen next? Well, 
what happens next is uh, they have to uh, like need help to get Montez Ford out of the chamber. The medics have to help get him to his feet. He's helped to the outside, but he actually falls on the steps. He's in a totally different planet. Rollins hits a pedigree on theory. And here is Logan Paul, who manages to get inside the chamber because the door was open. He hits Rollins with a buckshot lariat. Logan Paul then gives the stomp to Rollins as well. The A-Town down retains the title. And Austin Theory is your winner in the Elimination Chamber. No, I want you to admit something on this show right now. What's that? I want you to admit something. Okay. Or might agree with me with something. <laughs> okay. Let <laughs> me more like it. Even though Logan Paul <laughs> is the main of my existence <laughs> when it comes to this wrestling thing. <laughs> but even you have to admit that his buckshot lurry is better than Hangman's. Yeah, it's pretty snappy when he does it, man. I know Simi doesn't like when I say that. <laughs> Every time he does it, I'm like, it's better than Hangman's. <laughs> Hell, even Cornette said it was better than his. <laughs> even Cornette said it was better his buckshot Larry is better than um, Hangman's. It's uh, definitely a... Don't be political. You can say it. Eye-catching <laughs> finisher. And yes, Logan Paul is very good at eye-catching. <laughs> Love you, Sydney. Don't don't kill me though. <laughs> All right, that brings us to our main event. Wait, Men's Elimination Chamber. All right, we got um, we got Jason Jordan for sure. We got uh, uh, I think yeah, I think Jason Jordan, Petey, uh. Uh, we got two slots for this one. Okay, that was my two. Are Jason, you sure? Yeah, Jason Jordan and Petey Williams. Are you sure? Oh, oh, wait, hold on, hold on. You know what? Shane Helms and Petey Williams. Oh, no, 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 no. Joseph Park and Shane Helms. Because I haven't picked those two yet. Is that your final answer? Yes, Joseph Park and Shane Helms. I haven't picked those two yet. Well, you got one out of two correct. Okay, okay. So it was, it was Chris Park. Okay. But should have went with Jamie Noble. Oh, golly. Forgot about Noble. Yeah, forgot about Noble. Mm, mm, mm. How you feel about the Logan Paul, Seth Rollins direction? From WrestleMania, which is clearly what we're getting. I mean, it's what we know where, where it was going, so it's like no sense in, you know, delaying the inevitable. Main event Roman Reigns versus Sami Zayn for the undisputed WWE Universal title. A loud slap hits Reigns and a Superman punch hits the referee. 
Heyman then throws in a chair. Jay Uso comes in to stand between Roman and Sami Zayn, so Reigns holds the chair out to Jay like he did to Sami at the Royal Rumble. There's no swing of the chair, though, as Jay drops the chair, earning a yell from Reigns. Zayn spears Jay by mistake, so Reigns unloads on Zayn with the chair. The spear connects for Reigns, and a referee comes back in, comes back to life just to count the pin. After the match, Jimmy goes after Zayn again, but Kevin Owens comes out for the save. He beats Jimmy and Roman Reigns down. So, we got like power bombs through tables. Um, Jimmy gets put through the announcer's table. Owens grabs a chair, so Heyman gets in and he pounds on Owens' back only to get the stunner from Kevin <laughs> Owens. Sammy Zane gets back up, hits the hell of a loo kick on Reigns. Zayn looks at Owens as he leaves and then soaks in uh, the round of the applause from the crowd one last time. And that is how we wrap up the show. So according to Brian Lass, they said Paul Heyman was doing a tribute to Lou Albano. Oh, word. <laughs> That's how, I guess, Lou Albano sold when he got hit and everything. That's what Paul Heyman was doing. But Paul Heyman came in there with those little with this hits. And I was like... What are you doing, sir? <laughs> but I enjoyed this match. Um, it was everything we could get in the main event. It was like that old school, you know, heel face. And it wasn't no, the night, how today the, 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 the crowd was torn between the two. It's like everybody had that pick. They knew who they were going for. The whole, everybody that, that arena was for, Sami Zayn. And Sami Zayn did a lot of stuff. You know, that was like throwback to old school. Like when he kissed his wife at ringside, I was like, wow, he really is. I said, he's married. And he's like, he never really talks about his private life. Never really talks about, I mean, Kevin Owens, he talked about his, but Sammy was real private about his his outside wrestling life. And, and his wife was at the end, showing her unwilling, unwavering support and everything. So that's, you know, you like to see that. Um, and then it's like the story continues with the bloodline, you know, what's going to happen. Um, I guess we'll see what happens on Friday because that's who was, um, you know, you know, Jay got hit by the spear by mistake and you know, she probably be torn by that. But if you follow Jay on social media, he was posting things like, you remember, I don't, you remember the old the Death Row cover from um, Vibe magazine back in the day. They had um, Snoop, had um, Snoop Dre, Pac, and Chug Knight on. Is that when that cover? It was black cover. Yeah, they're kind of like in the shadow. Yeah, mm-hmm. they kind of like he kind of like redid that. And everything. So, who knows where his mind is at right now? How he's feeling and everything. I still want the. I still wanted to end with um, Jay and Roman. I still say that's that bloodline story should end with those two because that's how it started. The go the go two three years of telling the story without us getting those two at the end to close it all out doing us a wild disservice and we have been ups and downs on this um with this story it's been a 
awesome, awesome executed story, and it's not over yet. It's still got legs. There's still more to come, um, as we'll talk about on Monday Night Raw coming up. But just the atmosphere for this particular match and this particular pay-per-view was phenomenal, man. I, I was smiling from from ear to ear from basically the women's elimination chamber match until the very end. I, I don't think I've enjoyed a pay-per-view just the crowd was good. The matches were good. You know, I just haven't enjoyed a pay-per-view like that, that long, that way in such a long time. Yeah, man, we, we, it's, it's been, you know, I normally EC, the, um, the, the elimination chamber is definitely like a, I don't want to say throw away, but it's definitely that um, that pit stop before we got to WrestleMania, and the fact that how they built this pay per view up and how they um, executed it was definitely great to see. Yeah, it felt anything other than a throwaway pay per view. This felt like WrestleMania for Canada. It definitely was. It was like you know, it, like the way it was playing out, you could you would think that. Sammy actually had a chance to win. Mm-hmm. And it was like, you know, a lot of us who are smart to what the thing is, like, we already know what's going to happen. But the way it was going, the way they told the story, this is what we needed to see. Exactly. Exactly. All yeah. right. Well, before we go, before we go, we got one more. Michael, got one more. Michael Hayes, uh, Jason Jordan. And wait, wait, time out, time out. I'm going to do this in the future. It's only one slide. Oh, okay. Oh, well, Michael Hayes. Hey, you, go, you want to go down the whole list? I'm like, you know, Michael Hayes only produces Roman matches or he, or, um, I think it was Royal Rumble. He might have had some help or, but he normally, he's the man with that one. Yeah. The single, like, I, I showed up to do one thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't He's like, what, Roman? Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, don't ask me to do nothing else. Did you ask my input on y'all segments? No, I got this main event. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Um, um, anything you'd like to add else into the uh, into this before I uh, go a oh, little it's bit? Oh, it's what to say. Um... So you know they don't. So now, now that I see it, I guess if you have some kind of some level of, I'll say some level of um, status there, you can either get either be called away to do other business, or you can get you can take that time off. Like Miz was definitely in um, Utah. For the All Star Game, mm-hmm. for the for the chat for the um celebrity rises for the celebrity, um the All Star Celebrity Game, and he definitely would have. He did make he did make um he did have his moment over the weekend when he shot the um the the half court shot and went in, but it was already after the um the buzzer went off. But he hit that. Everything was clean. <laughs> that was a clean shot he got off. Um, and Bailey and um, Tamina showed support 
to um money. <laughs> money. What's what's uh, they had the name for the move? She hit it. What's it called? The uh, I forgot what she called it. But uh, yeah, she won the title over Kari saying, "Thank you for coming, Kari." Yeah, look, listen, you, 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 when you was like, you think they gonna take the title over her quick? I said, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay, I was like, LA yes. night. <laughs> I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, you think they didn't make that big free agent signing just to have her not hold the title? I don't think so. I mean, I figured, like, maybe we could get a couple of matches and get there, but they're like, nope. They said, no, we pulled the trigger on, the, on this night. <laughs> We're going to make you wait for a month and a half, and now we're going to just give it to you. Okay. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so, but this, like I said, was a great pay-per-view. Um, this, the, like I said, the crowd was definitely, definitely on it, on edge. They were, they were hot. They were, you know, they, they was, they was loud. They had a great time. It was a great time. Watch them have a great time. Mm-hmm. No, I enjoyed it. Yeah, man. Even uh, watching it after you know uh, the fact, not live, I enjoyed it as well. So I can only imagine uh, what it was like. Uh, yeah, you didn't watch it live and... because you was gallivanting these streets. Yeah, well, you know, somebody's so, got to do it. One more thing. One more mm-hmm. thing. One more piece of business. Yes, sir. One more piece of business. So, do you raise your hand of victory for this one? Oh uh, yes, that's what I was getting to. I was trying to be, <laughs> I was trying to be humble, but I'm you done humble? with that. You humble? I'm you done humble? with that. Yes, <laughs> I'd like to congratulate myself on winning. <laughs> who you got for Elimination Chamber? Uh, a perfect five for five as I come in victorious. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. I've done it twice. We're not talking about you right now. We're talking about, we celebrate me right to, now. You have to, you have to, you have to catch up, sir. Hey, look here, man. Until uh, you get to my, until you get to my level, you have, you, you still at the bottom. You still uh, down there. Okay. I mean, you know, Queen Mamedi was the first to get the perfect, with the, get the perfect score. But you, sir, you, you, you know, you, you, you got your little perfect score. You know, you good. You got your recognition and everything. But when it comes to, you know, me and the queen. <laughs> no. Well, great pay-per-view, like you said. So that brings us into Monday Night Raw. We're Night Raw. Ottawa, Ontario. And Sami Zayn comes out to get things started. He looks to be a wreck. He talks about how everything has been going on. Uh, for the last few days and the response he has gotten from the fans means more than they could ever know. After pausing to soak in a few more cheers, Sammy talks about feeling guilty for letting the people down by not getting the big win. While he understands, though, the story is not over, but we are entering its final chapter. There is one person he needs to talk to, though, and Kevin Owens needs to get out here right now. So Kevin Owens comes out. Sammy Zayn is not really sure what to say to him. He starts with a thank you and an I'm sorry, but Zayn knows that they're kind of beyond words at the moment. Zayn knows that Owens wants to destroy the bloodline, and that's what he wants too. That gets Owens' attention, but he says he did what he did on Sunday for himself. 
When Owens was getting beaten down at Royal Rumble, Sammy sat there and watched. Owens wasn't about to let his family go through that. Uh, he told Sammy that he was done with him in November, and that's still true. If Zayn still needs help taking down the bloodline, ask his buddy Jay Uso. Owens drops the mic, and he leaves. Oh, yeah, we didn't talk about Roman out there just trash-talking kids and wives and just and everything. all kinds of just 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 a, just healing it up to the 10th degree. He was definitely he was definitely healing it up for um he definitely was in his heel bag. I would definitely say that. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm in my heel bag for this one. Y'all gotta You see y'all, y'all gotta recognize the the skills right here. With Sami Zayn, he's still in the arena after Kevin Owens leaves when Baron Corbin runs out to jump him from behind. The beatdown continues throughout the break and we come back with Corbin calling Zayn pathetic. Zayn, he says Zayn is a failure, which is enough to make Sami Zayn charge back into the ring, meaning it's time for a match. So we have our matchup, Sami Zayn versus Baron Corbin. Corbin clotheslines his way out of trouble, setting up a deep six for a two count. Corbin hits a running corner clothesline and loads up another one, only to get caught with the hell of a loop for the pin. Sami Zayn is your winner. Yes. He had to get his love back. He so, said I get my lick back. <laughs> so, Baron Corbin, you the one. Listen, Baron Corbin was definitely, they said, you know what, sir? You're going to, um, he said, you're going to um, learn the day. And that he did. We get the sit-down interview with Rhea Ripley and Dominic Mysterio. Rhea isn't focusing on Beth Phoenix anymore because she's all in on WrestleMania. Dominic threatens interviewer Byron Saxon with prison violence, and so we move on to Charlotte. <laughs> Ripley knows that Charlotte is obsessed with what happened at WrestleMania three years ago because she knows she's in trouble this year. If Charlotte wants to put Rhea in her place at WrestleMania, then fine, because that place is Ripley as champion. She'll be at SmackDown to see Charlotte, and Dominic says he's going to tag along to see his dad. What's feel about this promo, sir? This uh, warning to tune in to SmackDown because they about to terrorize some shit. Well, yeah, they just want to terrorize because, you know, it was WrestleMania season, so he definitely wants to, um, you know, he's building up. I guess they, he's going to be building up to go against his father. Mm-hmm. And Rhea's going in the... Um, Rhea's going there to um, confront Charlotte, which is going to be definitely some shit. Yeah, uh, Charlotte is going to have to play the unnatural role of babyface. So we'll see how comfortable she can get cutting these promos as a babyface in the next couple of weeks. And Rhea's definitely coming for payback. Rhea has payback on her mind. <laughs> um, we get Austin Theory. He says he's banged up, but he's ready to defend the United States title against Edge later tonight. 
with Bo Timbell said, John Cena is back in two weeks and no one is paying attention to the champ. The forever rain continues tonight, says Austin Theory. You one of those people who ain't who ain't uh who ain't giving Theory his his props because of the Drake lots and the chin and you know. Um like What's going he's on? Been, so he's been showing me some promise as of late. I'm still not really not here for him like that, but he's showing that he has he's getting <laughs> he's a character now. Mm-hmm. You know. He's not just handpicked by Vince to just Right, he's not just handpicked. He's he's actually he's actually putting in the work. He's actually putting in the work now to um to get show the spot that he's in. Mm-hmm. And, that, and I'm like, I didn't figure that Triple H would kind of maneuver that shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, I'm like, all right, I see what they what they see in him now. So I'm not really mad. It's like I still don't really. I mean, being like he's a heel and everything, I'm like, all right, you know, he's he's that. So it is what it is. Right. But I'm giving, my, you know, I'm giving him his props. You know, I'm like, all right, he's he's doing this thing. So let me just, you know, just watch him. And I'll just be like, you know, you know, I want him to lose, but you know, he's not going to lose the matches you want him to lose and everything. So we got Mustafa Ali taking on Dolph Ziggler. Ziggler plants him with a DDT for a two count and he loads up the famous dirt only to have Ali reverse it into a crucifix. And Mustafa Ali pins Dolph Ziggler. Finally. Hmm. That happened. <laughs> that was probably the way that he stopped was shocked that it happened, you know. Mm-hmm. Maurice gives Miz an envelope in the back with something inside it, and he's very happy. We'll see what's in there next week, but tonight he has to face us, Rollins. Miz isn't worried about Rollins, who's too worried about Logan Paul, who Miz made in the first place. The envelope has made Miz's dreams come true. Anything he either hosted WrestleMania or she having a baby. Nope. Neither nope. one. Neither one. No, not the baby. I think he had a vasectomy on um, oh, Lord. the reality show. See, you don't watch Mrs. Versus Mrs. and Miss. Mm-hmm. You don't watch. You don't watch a reality show, and I think yeah, I think he had a vasectomy. So he's good on that. <laughs> Alright. Uh Cody Rhodes except for a promo. But Paul Heyman in a neck brace cuts him off from the Titan Tron. Rhodes wants him out here right now, but Heyman says that isn't happening. He's banged up after the elimination chamber. And he isn't going to risk coming out there. <laughs> he says elimination chamber should have been special, but it was a rough night. Heyman gets to the point. Rhodes can't beat Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. However, let's do some hypothetical thinking. Let's say Rhodes does the impossible and wins the title. Rhodes, without the wise man backing him up, will spend 200 days defending the title, 50 days at various at various charity events, 30 days promoting the events, and even meetings at home. As Dusty Rhodes said, even when Dusty Rhodes was at home, he wasn't at home. Oh. 
Um, he says, is this what Cody wants to do to his family? He says, Haman says that he isn't going to... Oh, man, I keep losing my place in my notes. Live podcast, of course. Uh, Haman says that um, that <laughs> he isn't going to say something vile like Roman Reigns will keep Cody's wife warm because Roman is a happily married man. But Haman says, I'm not. And if Rhodes wins, he'll find out that his WrestleMania dream will become his own personal nightmare. Cody looks like he's about to cry, but then he says he'll finish the story at WrestleMania. <laughs> Hamer really went there. Super dirty, low blow. And so that's the prompt that a lot of people are saying next week, Randy will come out there hitting the um, who told you there was open mic night. <laughs> who the hell told you it was open mic night? <laughs> Roman and Brandy. The mic battle, I didn't know I needed. Right. <laughs> um, I know this wasn't as good as the one about, you know, Dusty, you know, doing the car commercials just so you can keep the car promo. But what did you think about this one head to head? Oh, this is pretty good. Mm-hmm. They're definitely building up. But I know at a point, Cody wants to see um, Roman... He wants to see Roman face to face. That probably won't happen not until um, close to WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. We still got time to go. Yeah, we still do six whole weeks, man. We got Oscar versus Nikki Cross. The Super DDT gets two count on Oscar, uh, so she grabs the double arm bar to make the smiling Nikki Cross give up. After the match, Bianca Belair gets in the ring for the stare down, and they both point at the sign. Asuka then uh, makes that blue mist uh, ooze out of her mouth, and Bianca Belair is shook, and we go to commercial break. So Asuka was talking trash. She was like, she said that, what she say? Um, Bianca tweeted she was ready for Asuka, and she said she's a natural comedian. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, Carmella says she isn't thinking about her brood to WrestleMania, but she is thinking about Asuka. So she's about to make WrestleMania a lot easier for Bianca Belair. With Carmella gone, Seth Rollins pops in to take issue with Logan Paul messing with his WrestleMania plans. The joke's on Paul because pain is coming. Paul isn't here tonight, though, so Rollins will beat up The Miz instead. And <laughs> Yeah, he did. And he did. Um, we look back at Brock Lesnar getting himself disqualified against Bobby Lashley at Elimination Chamber. MVP calls Lesnar a coward and issues a challenge to Lesnar for WrestleMania on almost his behalf. He says Lesnar can come answer the challenge next week. You think Bruce Lee Roy will be up for the up for the um Man You gonna take one on the chin and we're gonna hear Timber <laughs> 
Miz versus Seth Rollins. Miz is running knee out of the corner gets two count, but he makes the mistake of mouthing the words Logan Paul. Rollins hammers away. He hits the stomp, hits another stomp, then followed by a third stomp, and the referee comes in and stops the match. Yeah, bro. Uh, um, he went a little excessive with them stomps. Yeah, because he saw, you know, we saw what Logan Paul did to him at the um at the chamber. He was hot. <laughs> Extremely hot. So he was like, "Oh, you about to catch this baby boy?" <laughs> Adam Pierce grants Carmella her match with Oscar next week. Chelsea Green calls Pierce to complain about her travel arrangements. Pierce's phone suddenly messes up and he just can't hear in here. We pan over to see the Alpha Academy training for their modeling career, but Bronson Reed comes in to glare at them. Reed tells Gable to get ready to model a full body cast. Something so, spicy in the back. No. So, the reason why Chelsea Green wasn't there at the, um, at that shows because she um, still have visa issues getting back into her home country. So she was at some kind of event with, um, what's his name? Her husband, Matt Godola. But storyline purposes, she was in Ottawa somewhere else in the country. All right, now it's time for Ding Dong Hello with Damage Control as the special guest. Bailey praises her friends with Dakota Kai praising her right back. They have dominated the tech division for 100 days and will keep doing it forever, 100 days at a time. Then some Becky Lynch comes out to interrupt, saying those titles haven't been defended in forever. She does have an idea for a partner to come out, and they go after the titles together. So, she introduces Lita, and uh, Damage Control is all shook up. Bailey is like, if y'all are coming down here to get in this ring, you better use the door. So, <laughs> Bailey then brings up Lita and Becky's past issues last week, but Becky has already apologized. Lita wants another title reign and likes the idea of walking into WrestleMania as tag team champions. Cowardice is accused, but Bailey accepts the challenge on their behalf. Becky and Lita, in a weird moment, just take the title belts off of the champions, hold them up, pose with them, and then just throw them back to them with uh, damage control not so sure about this match that they just signed up for. You sure didn't, um, you just skipped all over how they, when they knocked on the door, she was like, they was like, <laughs> they was like, you can't come in. Oh, no. <laughs> they was like, you can't come in. They was somebody, you can't come in or something like that. And they kicked the door open. But, um, so originally Trish, Trish Stratton spoke the book for this show. But and she was backstage when they sent her home because so apparently this is what this is what rumor in the in your window is saying. Okay. She's supposed to be joining Bailey and them to help them out and everything. And they didn't think that she would get booed in Ottawa. So they just kinda sent her home and said, We'll try this at a later date or something like that, probably next week or, or how 
that was a good segment. Sets up um, damage control, having something to do moving forward. Gets us Lita back in front of the crowd. And uh, Becky and, and Bailey, uh, I guess, tying up some loose ends and, and their little feud. Candice LeRae, she's talking about Johnny Gargano's injury status when Nikki Cross pops up again. Candice is just sick and tired of it, so she goes and confronts LeRae and asks, why does this keep happening? Rick, uh, Nikki Cross whispers something, which is apparently all her friends are gone and she's alone. Oh, poor Nikki. We got Chad Gable taking on Bronson Reed. Gable axe handles Reed down and hits a swan dive for a two count as Maxine Dupree is here. Otis gets distracted, allowing Reed to run over Gable, and the tsunami finishes the matchup for Bronson Reed. Is uh is Bronson Reed on his way to becoming a a, a workhorse champion? He could. Because he was in the match with all the workhorses. And he was definitely, definitely showing that he was, I mean, he was good at NXT, but he's definitely showing that he's, um, he's definitely, um, on, on his some other stuff. Well, what do you think about this uh, Otis and uh, Metsmo Mel Models thing? You think it's going to have some traction or it's going to end up the way LA Knight? Listen, think about it. Was that, was that Sam said? He had, um, he had got what, um, he had got what, um, Mandy, <laughs> he said, and Maxine wants to see what he has to offer. We got Elias. He slightly praises Rick Boogs before making something of an open challenge. That's when Bobby Lashley comes out to totally destroy him uh, with the hurt lock and all the usual stuff. Lashley says no one can survive him from Brock Lesnar to Bray Wyatt. Foreshadowing. Yep. Uh, Ed says he's done to be glad he's done he's glad he's done with Judgment Day and wants to see what Austin Theory has. Theory is someone who can shape who can shape the next twenty years in this company, but does he have what it takes? He wants to hold the title one more time and walking into WrestleMania as US champion sounds good. Never say never. Nice strong promo there. Yep. Shows his motivations. Clear uh clear, you know, reason why he's in this match with Austin Theory and we'll see how they do here one-on-one. Edge versus Austin Theory for the United States title. The Edge-O-Matic gets two count and the sit-out powerbomb gets two more. Edge grabs the cross face and the Theory straight to the ropes. The spear is loaded up, but Finn Balor is here to kick Edge in the head, setting up A-Town down to retain Theory's title. After the match, Balor hits three coup de gras to crush Edge and end the show. Uh, yeah, I mean, three of them came off. He came off and hit three of them. I was like, playing a little bit too excessive, bro, but... Mm, that's what I thought, too. Like, damn. To three of them? Like, it'd be different if it was to one of the people who was uh, 
you know, every week used to being in the suite, but man, he had the, that, that was, you know. Oof. Yeah. Oof, that was like, the first one looked like it killed him. <laughs> right. Then he gave him two more. Like, dang. He's gonna him two more. <laughs> it's like, whoa. Two Jeff. more of things. Um, like, damn, bro. Mo, you're the uh, you're the one who's endured a lot of Monday Night Raws that ain't been worth a damn. How'd you think this one was? So here's the thing. I didn't watch this live because you know I was out there galvanizing in the streets like mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. But um, I was reading y'all tweets every day, and I was just like, you know, let me just see what's going on, and. I enjoyed the show. I was like, okay. They out here um, setting up some things for, you know, WrestleMania and everything. And, you know, we're here to see all that, you know, unfold. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, I enjoyed the show. So, I, you know, I think, you know, it's definitely going to be worth it seeing um, how everything plays out. Well, Mr. Moses underscore Reese, that was a great episode of Monday Night Raw following up Elimination Chamber. So, it's time for the Mo Moser News segment. Alright. So at the top of the show, we said that Vince wants to, the asking price he's looking for is $9 billion. And, you know, Dawn doesn't think the property is worth that, you know. But, you know, a lot of the things, price is going, I think I was the cornet. He was saying, like, you know, the, the main thing was the television rights. That was the whole things in that shell when it comes for it, but then, you know, you're really losing money because you don't really have to have to worry about television rights if you sell a company to like a media conglomerate or something else of that nature. Mm-hmm. But this was nine billion and we'll see who's gonna foot that bill. Um so Ario Hawani was in the was in the was was was, was had had some made some noise. <laughs> Which this was funny on SmackDown if you watched it. You know, we all sitting there and watching and all of a sudden you see Tony Khan tweet out telling calling him he a fraud and he's about to bet a good reporter as Tony Schiavone, you know, and everything. So like, what is going on? <laughs> so why is he I said, is he mad that He's, you know, doing a WWE show and in Montreal and everything and, you know, all this other stuff's going on. So apparently, you remember at the end of All, was it All Out? Mm-hmm. And how, I guess the next pay-per-view, they were, or he was trying to get, he was interviewing Tony Khan and trying to ask questions about yep. what, what, what happened. Yep. Tony Khan wasn't answering those, wasn't answering those I, questions. I, I sure do. Yeah, so you know, we're seeing. So first, first, I think I thought it was because of the video that was done for Montreal 
I, I hated Elimination Chamber. I thought it was because of that. <laughs> but then I thought that they, they were showing the, um, they were talking about that interview and everything, how Tony Khan wasn't going to answer questions and everything. And so, you know, he was, that's what Aria was like. Aria was like, um, you know, I'll see you for our next chat. And then he was, that's what Tony Khan said, something like along the lines of, good luck with that unbiased journalism. Because I guess he didn't ask nobody in WWE the hard hitting questions about the stuff they had going on, <laughs> everything. <laughs> and he called, he called, so he called him the snowman. And that just, oh my God, popped everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Call him a snowman. Mm. But, um, yeah, so, and even Michael Cole took a jab at um, Tony Khan, saying it said that um, Ariel Hawani was um, unbiased and asked the hard hitting questions, where you going to answer them or not. <laughs> I said, ooh, everybody is just taking shots to, to this weekend. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Um, so I guess Dave Meltzer believes that Vince McMahon has input on the had input on the Shane, I mean, not Shane, the um, Roman Reigns and Sami Zayn story, but that's still, Triple H still denies and saying that um, Vince is not a part of creative at all, but Uncle Dave seems to believe that. Um, I said earlier, uh, Naomi, Tamina, and Beck and Bailey were at the New Japan show um, to support Sasha. Um, CM Punk was also in attendance, which prompted Kenta to say, um, "I hear um, there was a special guest in the in the building. Hope we had to see the real um, go to sleep." Something along those lines, so mm-hmm. um, I was taking shots over the weekend. <laughs> it was taking shots, no NBA. Um, anything else I got right here? Um, Alpha said something about Miz almost winning the um, the celebrity. All Star Game. He took a shot at the end of the um, at the end and went in, but the buzz had already went off. Uh, so Jeff Hardy um, pleaded, I guess, no contest or two to three counts that he was up against. Um. And he was to serve 38 days in prison. And he was already credited with time served. So I guess it's time they say he completed his sentence and every day. So I guess it's the end of that. Mm. So I don't know how long he's going to be, if he's going to still be out. We'll see. Um, Samantha Irvin is celebrating six years, um, a six years sobriety anniversary. She said six years ago, I ended my toxic relationship with alcohol. Sharing this in case, just in case someone needs to hear it's possible. So it's a good thing, good, um, good for her. 
apparently um, Cornette and Brian Les doesn't like her announcing style because of how you know she puts the emphasis on the names and stuff. And I'm like, it's I say it's just, she's just doing her job and she makes it sound more. She's giving more a more presentation to it. You know how she say doctor? She says Roman Reigns and things like that. Mm-hmm. I say, well, that's the case. Go to Alicia Taylor. Alicia Taylor will definitely give you the give you the vocals too. And that's your girl over at NXT. Very much so, Alicia Taylor. Uh, did you see that outfit Samantha Irvin had on though? Yes. Mm-hmm. That's all I had to add. I'm sure. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure that you that's all you have to add. Um I see. Looks like um King and the Queen of the Ring are coming back in May. King the 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 um the King and Queen of the Ring tournaments are set for May twenty seventh. And backlash will be on May sixth. That should be fun. And to the May twenty seventh date is notable because I think it's Brandon Thurston with um, WrestleNomics. Um, that's the same night as um, Double or Nothing. So it should be interesting to see how this plays out. Or the night before, um, double or nothing. The night before, so um, that's we real interested. What you got next? Um, Arn Anderson is saying that Barry Windham is making his way back slowly. Good. He had a massive heart attack last year, so you know it's good to hear. Um, you know, good to hear that he's recovering. Mm-hmm. Um, one so one thing I'll say about like at one point in time when John Moxley was the Ambrose, I really liked his wrestling style and everything in the WWE. Mm-hmm. Since he's been, um, since he's been over in AEW, he's definitely been doing too many of the bleeding matches. I'm like, every time I turn around, he's bleeding, he's bleeding, he's bleeding, and I'm like, dude, I'm like, you don't have to bleed every time, you don't have to blade every time, you know. I, I'm 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 tired of seeing him bleeding all on his matches and everything. No, I'm, like, I'm, I'm tired of it. I'm like, dude, just give me wrestling every day. So it's, uh, it's finally lost its value for you, huh? It had lost its value for me. Um, so that means you had, you weren't, you weren't here for nothing in the main event then. I mean, I watched it and I was just like, all right, it's cool, but then he was just like bleeding. I'm like, even Uno was even bleeding like a stuck stuck pig, you know? <sighs> but hey, you know, 
Pat McAfee doesn't know his future holds for the company. Um, I know he said he's been saying like you know he, he he's been you know he hasn't really been around. I thought that he was going to come back after the um, college football season ended, but he didn't. And I know he was kind of happy that he didn't get invited to this one, say the last Saudi Saudi Arabia show, the Blood Money show. Mm-hmm. I'm happy about that. So. You know, we don't know where his future he don't know where his future holds right now. You know, definitely wanted to see him back on the TV because y'all miss his commentary and just him having been a good part of the show. So we don't know what's going on with your boy Cameron Grimes. I think they say he's he's well he's done in NXT, but they're trying to find the creatives to bring him up to the main roster. So it's not going to the moon yet, but you know. Um, let's see. Charlotte Flair prefers to work hell. She said she just like the look of a bad guy, so she doesn't. So I guess you know one of those ones where they prefer to work hell, and you know they just rather just be a hell. But you know, you gotta have that make face run sometimes. I guess with being a hell you get the playbook opens up a little bit more for you to do stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, book, I'm not book the um, So, and I always talk about, we always talk about being made in matches where you don't win. Like Montez Ford, he's definitely, he definitely has the star quality, but he definitely had a good showing in the um, elimination chamber. Um, like we said, Gunther at the Royal Rumble, he definitely was made, even though he was all he ever had a good Intercontinental Title Championship run and everything. He was made at the Rumble. He definitely had a long, long, long. He was there for a good while mm-hmm. in that match, even though he didn't win, but. A lot of times you can get made by winning, by by, by losing, and just by the what you do with the match and getting put over. That's what we say about Sami Zayn. Like Booker T is saying that Sami Zayn is still a star after um, Elimination Chamber, even though he didn't win. And that's true. You know, he, I mean, he had the crowd eat out of his hand, you know, after the match, they were still cheering him on. Mm-hmm. You know, you know his theme song and everything. So he's um. Now I say he's he's get he's getting there. You know, I mean he's there, but you know, I hope the WWE just doesn't cool try to cool him off and everything. Um. Let's see. Um, Gunther does, you were speaking, you were early, you was asking about um, Gunther versus Brock Lesnar. And Gunther himself, he says that he knows the fans want to see that match. You know, we hope that match do come sometime this year. He said, um, when he was on the, um, on the bump, you know, to say that the, um, he said there is a fan demand for that match. 
he said it was super it was a super exciting moment for me so obviously Brock as a competitor I was always impressed with I said it before people called me kind of like the end boss of situations but Brock might be my personal end boss I think that moment we had was all I need to get out of it right now basically real life confirmation that the audience is up for that wake up fool <laughs> Uh, what else? I'm watching the Lakers, man. What are you talking about? I'm trying to bust my spread. Yeah, man, but I'm, I'm trying to give the bone melts a segment. You over there taking a snooze. Dang. This, this, is, this is why, see, you wouldn't want to be like that, you know. <laughs> I wanted to want to be like that. Oh, goodness. She wouldn't, she wouldn't, um, she wouldn't, you know, Take us news on me. She will be, you know, engaging. We'll be talking and cutting up. But now that you know, you over there going to watch the Lakers. I am watching. Going to watch the Lakers. Lakers are Lakers are playing. I want to watch the Lakers. And I'm giving. But usually I'll be stepping in, stepping in on your segment. So I'm trying to give you your grace. Yeah, but I'm just saying. I'm I'm saying things. I'm at least get some kind of response, sir. I won't be saying I'm talking to myself or talking to the audience. The, the, the whole purpose of the moment is to have a dialogue when we talk about the news and stuff like that. That's what you're supposed to be doing. But you, sir, wants to be that. You want to be that guy. Wait till, wait till we do the CSPN tell all. I'm be like, let me tell you about this guy. Let tell you about this guy. Tell you how this guy is doing me dirty and everything, ladies and gentlemen. When we sit there, just sit with the whole expose, you know, we talked about how you, um... The building of the, behind, behind the music? Yeah. CSPN behind Is the music? That, right. Behind the, um... Behind the podcast? Behind the, um, behind the, behind the microphones. <laughs> <laughs> like, behind the microphone. We all hear, like, What's going on with y'all? Like, don't be doing me dirty, y'all. Um, yeah, so it says, um, oh, so speaking of, um, speaking of, um, the Elimination Chamber, Dax Hallwood said he got emotional here. Michael Cole saying, Shadow Machine. He said, I don't <laughs> want to get this the wrong to the fans when I say this, especially with our contracts coming up in April, I'm more emotional that they call it the Shadow Machine because that's the name I came up with. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good that they um, acknowledge him, acknowledge them in that way. I'm pretty sure Edge made him say it. No, that's his boys. Yeah. Those his people. Yeah. Um, those was the people he called to help um, protect this house when Seth Rollins was running them up. What is that, that Jake the Snake um, it, um, A&E it's this Sunday. Um, got, okay, I'm about to watch that because yeah. it's uh, <sighs> that followed by Rivalry's um, um, oh shit Mankind and Undertaker which should be very good. Oh, okay. 
Oh, and Gillespie was Hogan versus Andre. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. So I can see Mankind sitting in a boiler room rocking back and forth. That was, that was some, yo, that was some, I was like, yo, I was like, my son, I was like, wait a minute. That looked like Cactus Jack. <laughs> it was the first time I saw it. I was like, that like Cactus Jack. I said, where he going? To? I said, he up in the WWE now. And then he's, that's he's doing the whole gimmick. This is back when ECW used to spoil with the um, with with the the wrestlers that were leaving, what they were going to do. Like I remember I was watching the old like it was an old Cactus Jack clip, and he was saying that yeah, Joey Styles was like yeah, he's leaving to go to WWE to be mankind. I was like, wait, what? Y'all was putting it out there? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I said, y'all was putting it out there. Well, you know, Paul was working with him, so he had all the information. Yeah. Some money on the side for the talent. So, um, so I I was talking about the WWE 2K23 uh, break-ins. So they did a reveal on the Up Up Down Down channel. So Bailey said this about Oscar. She's just the best. She's been doing this for a long time, doing this for so long and consistently, and can do it better than any of us could dream of. She's incredible. Um, she like she's just the best. If I were to choose to her rating, she should be in a ninety-five. She's the best. She did, you know, she's never slowed down and other things like that. Mm. So very complimentary, huh? Yeah. Huh? You said very complimentary. Yeah. Looks like um, CM Punk went to um, the cocaine band premiere. Um, <laughs> He's been making the rounds. He was at the Sasha yeah, match. Um, well, you know, yeah, as I say, I say he was there. I think I said that because um, um, Kenta had said that he heard there was a, um, a special guest in the building. Mm-hmm. He had called him out on Twitter. No, mm-hmm. but the um, O'Shea Jackson, um, old, um, Ice Cube's son, that's his movie. His one of his movies came out. Yeah, I see him making the rounds yeah. on the TV shows this week. Um, definitely will watch NXT next week because um, Shawn Michaels is going to be on the, um, the Grace and Wild Effect. Oh, Lord. Shawn Michaels going to get rolling stunner. Listen, this is, I think this is good for Grace and Wilder to, to work, to, to be that menace backstage is giving Shawn Michaels the problems and everything. Yeah, it's it definitely not going to hurt him. Can only help him. Can only help him. You th- what do you think about Grayson Wall? You think he's just a, a, a updated version of the Miz, or you think he got something more to him than that? He got something going. He got something. Okay. Did he you got s- something. Did you? I, 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 what, what do you think? Do you think that he could be like a? A good heel champion. He could be if they, if, they, if they give him if they give him a chance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so too. I think he's a um, he's he just needs to come up with a better finishing move. But other than that, <laughs> that rolling stunner is just ridiculous. It is. 
Especially when you got to go outside the ring to get back inside the ring to do the damn thing. But character work, character work, and all that type of stuff, though. Yeah, he's, yeah, I like him too. Um, so the reason why they had Cody out there with um, Heyman, or Heyman out there with Cody, because they didn't want the crowd to um, hijack him with the same chance. They were afraid of that, but they had done so far. Talking about no, with, yeah. with Roman coming out there? No, well, no, no. With the with the Sammy match, the, the two promos, they had, pro, they had Heyman and Cody. Mm-hmm. They didn't want the crowd to high take with Sammy, so that's why they had Heyman out there. Um, let's see. Wow. I had nothing else, but you know about the. Oh yeah, wait, wait, wait. One thing. Um, did you watch this thing? Uh, I haven't seen it all of it yet, but I think <laughs> oh, I might know what you're talking about, though. Trick Williams. Yes. Yes, I did see that. Yeah. Okay. Yes, Trick Trick um, Williams is a. Uh, uh, Jupiter Julep is now starting to flex her muscle because people are starting to acknowledge the Trick Williams train. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Yeah, I, I'm just saying. Like, you know, I think me and was from one of the um one of the other people in our hashtag. I was just like, we definitely. It's like y'all be saying Trick Williams is definitely going to be a force to be reckoned with. You know, once he gets once he separates from um, Carmelo, mm-hmm. they talk about you know they talk about um putting Melo um if he do come up. Put him with the hurt business if they they get reunited and everything. Oh yeah, it makes sense. Because I mean, you know, the link with him and MVP, training them and stuff like that. Yeah. All right, so perfect um, sense. All right, real quick, let me speaking of NXT, let me go over level up for um, tomorrow's show. We got. Axiom versus Kyle Dixon, Sol Ruka versus Lola Vice, Damian Kemp and Tavion Heights versus Miles Bowen and Take Leisure, Dante Chen versus Luca Crustafino. None of that sounds extremely exciting, sir. I think I'm going to pass on all of that. Oh, darn. Supposed to watch it, bro. What about that? Is exciting. So Ruka, sir. Uh, okay, possibly that that would be the only possible draw. So Ruka. Saying So Ruka is the is the draw. You should be like, yeah, man, I'll watch it for her. <laughs> um, yeah, man, I'll watch it for her. <laughs> made a vet. Which aired tonight, so you probably didn't watch this, but I'll say what these matches were: uh, Cedric Alexander versus Akira Tozawa, Kevin mm. Ray and Mia Yim versus Dana Brooke and Tamina Snooker. Mm. 
trying to get Dana Brooke and Tamina back on track, it looks like. Well, the reason why they didn't stay because they were in Canada, mm-hmm. they didn't do their normal what they would normally do with um, having the NXT talent. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. So they just did the, the regular main rosters with this one. Gotcha. Also, speaking of Binky and Asuka, it was pointed out I think early this week that their first match took place in front of like a small crowd in an AC live event in like I think Sunrise, Florida. They were saying now six years later they're going to be at WrestleMania. So kudos to those two ladies. And I said, I'm already torn with that one. I don't know, man. That's so tough torn one. with that one. I said, yeah, hey, I said, Minky, that's my girl. I said, I'm all for Minky, but Oscar's been, my, been that girl since she came in the door. Murder clown. Yeah, this would be the I said that's the murder especially this murder clown version. And this would be like the This is uh did Bianca wrestle Oscar when she was champion NXT? I can't remember. I don't think so. But she might no but she might have been one of her losses. she might they might not have met any matches, but I know they like I said they wrestled at a house show an NXT house show. They wrestled there like six years ago. But they, I, don't, I don't recall them having any matches during Oscars and NXT run. Yeah. They didn't touch each other. Yeah, I don't think so either. So this will be a in disregard for a championship fresh matchup. Yeah, but that's all I got for the Mo Meltzer segment. Y'all come back next week and we have more wrestling talk for y'all. Um, Trying to think. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's it, yeah. Alrighty. At this time, Mr. Moe the underscore Reese, I need you to give us shout-outs and thank yous. Well, shout-out to Dawn. Um, shout-out to Sam. Uh, uh, happy birthday to his mom. Um, shout-out to Sydney Jane, Terry's boy, Anwar. Shout-out to our Spaces crew, um, that's Kyle Ren, Black um, Marvel, and Black Howard. Shout out to our, the rest of our lovely individuals, Jubilee, uh, Jubilee, my mother twin, Miss V, Madam Lizette, Queen Mel Mindy. Uh, shout out to um, all my just out to everybody who tweets with us in the hashtags with us. Um shout out to Classic, Mel, Gray, um D Jonay. First is coming up, Dawn, so have that rent money ready because she said late fees start on the second. <laughs> <laughs> we have her money red tay. That's about it. Um Yeah, it's been a long week. So, yeah. Well, thank you, Mr. Moe. 
to the underscore Reese for joining me here once again on this edition of the WrestleCast. Uh, thank you to everybody who joined us this past Saturday by using the hashtag ChamberCasts for their live tweets and commentary with color with uh, us at the Elimination Chamber. That was a lot of fun. Thank you to everybody who used the hashtag RawCast on Monday night and shared their commentary with color on Monday Night Raw as well. We always enjoy the commentary with color. Uh, thank you to all the members of the Glow. Thank you to Classic and Mel and Miss Jade's the Max and Miss Simi and Miss Didi Janay and Greg and everybody who's down with the rest of the cast from day number one. Uh, and if you're new to the show, we appreciate you and continue to rate and review and share the show with all your friends and folks on the internets and uh, giving us rave reviews and and uh helping us get out there in the algorithms when people are searching for wrestling podcasts uh head over to the patreon page patreon.com forward slash cspn media become a patron where you can uh listen to more content from us here at the wrestlecast the dark match special uh you know just any type of content that we create uh extra outside of the wrestlecast proper you can find it on the dark match lots of good conversation over there uh support our sponsors by going to cspn.us click on the tab that says keep our podcast free do some shopping with any of our sponsors and it'll help keep the shows free each and every week you can find us on itunes soundcloud stitcher radio all your usual suspects all you have to do is search for uh, the WrestleCast dash the CSPN and the podcast will show up in your podcast queues each and every week. Uh, and so for my co-host, Mo to the underscore Reese, I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and this has been the WrestleCast. Please stay tuned for the parting promo. to this notion that Cody Rhodes defeats Roman Reigns. What, what will your life be like? First of all, 200 days a year on the road defending these championships. 40 to 50, let's mark it up, 50. 50 days a year doing charity appearances and red carpets. Now we're at 250, 30 days a year overseas promoting the general brand of world wrestling entertainment. Now we're at 280. Another 20 days promoting WrestleMania, SummerSlam, Survivor Series, Royal Rumble, Money in the Bank, Backlash, I don't know, Peoria. Oh, let's not forget to promote your title defenses in Peoria. Now we're up to what? 300? 305 days a year? When your father, the American Dream, Dusty Rhodes, was on the road, he was never home. And even when he was home, he was never home. Is that the life you want for your wife and child? that what you want for your family, Cody? Is that the sacrifice that you're willing to make for these titles? I know what you're thinking. I'm about to say something really vile and vulgar and contemptible like, hey, don't worry, Cody. On a cold winter night, Roman Reigns will keep your wife warm. Roman Reigns is a happily married man. But I'm not. 
Cody Rhodes. That's when you're going to find out that your WrestleMania dreams are going to become your own personal nightmare. You're great, Roman. But I have... I have seen this play before. Do not send this man again. We haven't come face to face yet. We probably will, and it will probably be very soon. And I will say the same thing to you now that I'm going to say then. You are without a doubt the greatest WWE undisputed universal champion in the history of the company. You are the current best champion in all of sports, but it doesn't change a damn thing. I have to finish the story.